Greetings again, everyone, and welcome to another episode of OSI Today, the podcast featuring news and views from around the Office of Special Investigations. I'm Wayne Amon from OSI Public Affairs, and in this edition, we continue our special series, My OSI Journey, which showcases the diversity and inclusion of our command-wide members. And today, I'm very pleased to be joined by Mr. Aaron Davies, Far East Branch Analyst with the OSI Investigations Collections Operations Nexus Center. Sir, welcome aboard to the program. So glad uh, you could finally join us. Uh, thank you for having me. Sir, uh, I noticed in your, in your uh, biography uh, off mic that uh, uh, you have a very uh, eclectic uh, uh, road to OSI, which uh, not many people have. Now, specifically by that, I mean uh, you actually uh, were integrated to three different branches of the uh, military services, uh, the Marine Corps, the Army, and now the Air Force. Can you kind of spin our listeners up as to uh, how uh, all that came about for you? Well, I, uh, I enlisted in the Marine Corps in 1998 out of high school. My first enlistment was as a communications technician uh, under the avionics field. Uh-huh. Um, I did that for about four years. And then upon re-enlisting, I changed to uh, MI, uh, which the, the Marine Corps intelligence equivalent. Right. Um, got a lot of tactical experience. Um, and I did some, I did uh, all three of my deployments, two to Iraq and one to Afghanistan supporting infantry battalions. Uh-huh. Um, I also got a little bit of regional experience. Uh, after separating, um, I contracted uh, for a little while for DI, uh, for, a, for a Department of Defense agency. Right. Um, and I did that for about six and a half years mm-hmm. until about from 2011 to 2017. 2017, um, I transitioned to civil service, working for the Department of the Army in an overseas assignment. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then after um, uh, about 18 months of doing that, uh, I was picked up by OSI. So I've been wow. with OSI since 2019. Right. Now, uh, how did uh, working with uh, other branches of the military kind of posture you to uh, kind of set the table, if you will, for your uh, time with uh, the Office of Special Investigations? Well, I think what the moving around and in, in, in my diverse career background taught me to do was to uh, be flexible, be humble and to adjust. Uh-huh. Um, become a professional student if you will right so um i had a lot of help uh from a lot of the leadership team in the icon um a lot of help from the um from the nine i agents uh just helping me to become oriented to osi which is very unique Uh uh organization Right. Now, uh, in talking to some other folks uh, on this particular series, My OSI Journey, that have also uh, experienced uh, uh, contact and and working relations with other branches of the service, was there kind of a a getting used to period as far as, uh, you know, you know, talking in Air Force lingo and and things along that line? A little, Uh, not so much Air Force lingo, but OSI specific uh-huh. lingo. Um, right. That that was a bit of an adjustment, um, but 
overall, uh, I had had some interactions earlier in my careers working with OSI. So it wasn't, um, it wasn't a complete culture shock, but once again, uh, the, the leadership team of the ICON and and the nine, I agents were very helpful in helping me become oriented, um, and just really kind of learning what OSI is. Right. Uh, I would imagine that was, uh, like I said, quite a, a benefit to you. Uh, you know, they welcome you with open arms and uh, uh, make you a part of the team right away, because I guess, uh, you know, uh, OSI is always about teamwork. And I guess you've uh, really uh, noticed that uh, when you uh, came on board in the Icon Center. It, it is. Um, and, and I've noticed that that is a, a, a distinct characteristic of small organizations. Mm-hmm. Um, because you're sort of uh, you're you're working together and you have so few resources, you're you're forced to play well with others. Ah, you, I see. Okay, <laughs> right. <laughs> you don't have the luxury of an abundance of resources. I see. Okay, very good, uh, sir. Were there any uh, real challenges that you faced once you joined joined OSI, and uh, uh, how did you overcome those, or was it uh, already wrapped in with the, the folks that uh, uh, kind of uh, spoon fed you along as you joined the organization? Um, I, I think the biggest thing was really trying to orient myself to um, OSI because OSI is very unique uh, culturally, operationally, and um, analytically. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a very different organization um, than than any of its counterparts. So that that was that was an adjustment. Um, also, getting into um, because it's uh, primarily an investigative um, agency, it it really forced me to um, cultivate patience. Ah, I see. Because there's no um, whether it's investigations or operations. These are these are things that take years to develop. Um, uh-huh. It's not like doing um, support to kinetic operations uh, on the MI side or right. or anything like that. Um, so the it requires a lot more patient work, a lot more diligent work, um, and and you really have to be in it for the long haul. I see. Uh, is it a fair statement to say that uh, there's a, a whole lot of attention to detail? Because I know when I was uh, in my earlier years in the military, uh, my previous career field uh, is in intelligence. Uh, uh, you did have to pay a lot of attention to the to the finite aspects of things. Uh, is that a, is that a pretty fair statement to make about uh, uh, what you do uh, within the uh, uh, Far East uh, branch in the Icon Center? Well, I, I think um whether regardless of the service regardless of the career field uh, there's always an emphasis on attention to detail uh, because we hold the special trust and confidence uh, of our brothers and sisters in combat um, Mm -hmm. that you know that we're looking out for their for their lives and their best interests right Um, Right. but I think with OSI there's a unique um, aspect of attention to detail uh, because we're dealing with um, exec- certain aspects of Executive Order Twelve Triple Three and the and the FISA that are that are very distinct uh, uh-huh. from anything that I did on the MI side, I and see. there's there's this constant um, attention to detail to make sure that we're being responsible uh, with regard to um, how we treat U.S. persons. Right. Um, 
I, which is a very broad uh, definition. It's it's very it's it's much broader and much more detailed than I was previously aware of. I see. I see. Very well said. Uh, moving on, sir. Uh, who or what inspires you to do your best uh, within the uh, organization? That special trust and confidence that we sort of touched on earlier, um, understanding that everything that we do impacts lives um, and, and really, um, well, lives not only of our brothers and sisters who are serving, uh, but also the, the family members. Ah, good point. Very good point. Uh, yeah, because it is a, a, a far-reaching thing. Uh, you know, ramifications reach uh, you know well beyond uh, the, the member themselves. So I think you uh, uh, hit a very good uh, point on on that particular uh, aspect of the job. Um, as far as uh, uh, things that uh, uh, are gratifying for you uh, in your particular particular position, um, uh, as far as being a member of OSI. Uh, is there any one thing that you can kind of pinpoint or target that uh, is most gratifying for you, or is it uh, kind of a, a combination of things? Do you think it's a combination of things? But what I appreciate is the um, just the organizational culture of trying to embrace uh, diversity of thought, uh, embrace innovation, embrace change. Um, and and actually give everyone in OSI the opportunity to learn, which incurs risk of making mistakes. So mm-hmm. um, and instead of being the kind of organization that um, punishes people for making mistakes, it's the, from my observation, it's the kind of organization that um, sits down and, and helps people learn. Uh, so that not only the individual can avoid making the same mistake in the future, but the organization as a whole can learn from that experience and avoid making those sort of uh, mistakes. Well, you mentioned a very important point as far as learning, uh, you know, from mistakes. Um, obviously, uh, uh, that's how uh, people and organizations grow. So I think you, uh, uh, again, touched on a very uh, good point, because I know, uh, you know, in talking with, uh, you know, top four leadership, uh, learning from mistakes is uh, is a good thing. Um, and, and that's how uh, organizations uh, become even better and uh, and do their jobs uh, to their to their utmost. Uh, now, shifting gears a little bit, Mr. Davies, um, I know that uh, in the past, uh, uh when we when I uh, sent you the questions for this uh, interview, uh, you said uh, uh, it would be tough to address the question if you'd be able to do it all over again, as far as anything you would change about your OSI career. Uh, since you've only been with OSI, you know, just for a handful of years, would there be anything that you would do differently on your road to becoming a member of OSI? Uh, I granted hindsight's always twenty twenty, but uh, is there anything uh, that? Uh, as you look back on your uh, eclectic career, to say the least, uh, that you might uh, do differently? I, I, I don't know, because honestly, um, I never, if you would have come to me 10 years ago or even five years ago and then right. asked me if I was, you know, going to work for OSI, right? I, I wouldn't have been able to tell you. Uh-huh. I, it's just one of those things that I just, I, I wound up in a place. Um, uh-huh. And I, I think that's, 
I think that happens to a lot of people um, because you, you keep your head down and you're focused on the work and you're moving from one project to, to another, one step to another. Right. And then you look up, uh, you're in a place that you didn't expect to be. Uh-huh. Right. 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 Yeah. It'd be nice if we all had crystal balls and we could uh, predict things, but you're absolutely right. Uh, so it was very well said. Uh, sir, uh, what direction do you envision OSI going in the future now that you've been a member of the organization uh, for a little while? Um, I, I think that OSI is, I think that OSI is really at the, it's positioned well to meet the changing threat, um, that our adversaries, um, that our adversaries, um, are, Uh to not only the the air force but also to the to the country as a whole um uh-huh. not only is because we're dealing with things that we haven't dealt with dealt with before there's right. aspects of political war um aspects of um information operations propaganda mm-hmm. um threats to technology in unconventional ways right um, that the nation's never really faced before and i think that osi is bringing in talent and and doing structural realignments to meet those challenges. Uh-huh. Um, I and I appreciate that it, this is a learning organization, which is helpful, right? Uh, because these are new problems. We don't have manuals to deal with them. Sure, we're writing sure. the manuals as we go along. Right. Now, uh, uh, was it again safe to say, sir, that uh, based on what you just said, that uh, there's never a dull moment. It's always uh, something new every day for OSI, uh, as you mentioned. Uh, and things change every day, like you know, technology changes. It seems like even you know people's cell phones change every uh, every uh, you know few months. It seems like, but uh, it also seems like, uh, like you said, the world situation changes at such a high rate, and the ops tempo is so high that uh, uh, it really uh, is an exciting time to to be working with OSI as far as uh, uh, coming to work every day. Is that a pretty fair statement? I, I don't think anyone's bored. <laughs> I see. Okay. Very, very uh, good. I, I think, I think yeah. we're all engaged. Um, and I also appreciate that the command um, is also taking an active role in helping people deal with the stress of being so busy. Right. Right. Good and point. Very good point. Yeah. Really yeah. trying to keep people, really trying to take care of people. Uh-huh. So I do appreciate that. Right. Well, our command chief, uh, you know, has always mentioned, uh, Chief uh, Byrne Flint, that uh, uh, the people is the number one uh, uh, weapon system that OSI has. And so uh, uh, that's a, a very nice uh, uh, way to put it. Uh, getting into uh, uh, diversity and inclusion for a moment, uh, how foundational do you view that as far as the success of OSI? I think you touched on it before as far as different people, different ideas coming into the organization uh, to work with, uh, you know, with, this, with the same mission in mind, uh, the same end game in mind. Um, but as far as diversity and inclusion, how do you view that, uh, you know, as a member of the, uh, the command? I, th- I think it's important, um, especially since we're, we're in a new era and we're, we're meeting threats that we don't have templates for, uh, we're dealing with situations that we don't, we can't really reference a manual to work our way through mm-hmm. because, and, and I think diversity is important because, uh, we have 
the aspect of uh, the older um, and more experienced analysts and agents who understand the history um, of our of our adversaries and the organization mm-hmm. and how they've interacted, but we're also bringing in new talent uh, who can look at things through a different lens, through a new lens, and highlight aspects um, of the threat um, and how we address it that may not be apparent uh, to those of us who've been dealing with this for years. Right, right. Very, very well said. Uh, what advice? Let's put, let's put on a little recruiter hat uh, for a moment, if we can, sir. Uh, what advice would you give someone who would like to join OSI as 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 you've been now a member of the organization for a few years? Um, be someone who's open to being a a professional student. Um, understand that the work requires patience. There's no instant gratification. Um, be intellectually curious. Uh, that's going to help. Uh-huh. Um, and uh, really lean on the the leadership team and, and the more experienced members of your team to to help you along. Right. Well, very good words. Okay. Uh, before we let you go, uh, sir, is there anything else you'd like to add? Uh, I just want to thank you for taking the time to to bring me on. Well, sir, it's been uh, our pleasure. Our guest has been Mr. Aaron Davies, Far East Branch Analyst with the OSI Investigations, Collections, Operations Nexus Center. Sir, thanks again for taking the time to be with us, and uh, you have a great one. You too. Take care. And thanks to all of you listening for tuning in. For OSI Today, I'm Wayne Amon saying so long for now. <laughs>